Right, nothing's gonna change, guys. And I, I want to give you some peace of mind because I can tell you that if you're really freaking out about the election, as so many people are, Facebook is all amuck right now with the anti-Trump talk and Biden is an idiot talk and whatever side of that coin that you have to be on, it's just going absolutely nuts on social media right now. Okay. The fact of the matter is, and this is your foreclosure deals coach talking to you, no matter who gets in the office this time around, it's not gonna make much of a difference in the real estate market. Okay. The 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 thing about it is, is you have to pick one side or the other of the equation. If you're a fix and flipper, right, and there's market uncertainty, that generally means you can buy houses less expensively, and that less expensively equals more profit, right? If the market is raging out of control as it has been for the last couple of years under the current Trump economy, right, which is why I think a lot of Trump supporters are going, let's continue this path as long as we can, then when if Trump gets reelected, that trade will likely continue just the way that it was. Okay, so in the end, no matter what we discuss here, I want you to get off your duff. And if you're going to start real estate investing, don't let the presidential election be a part of it because it doesn't matter whatsoever. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning. The time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house. Buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now. Yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Coram. Thank you, thank you, my people have arrived. Rousing, rousing. Awesome. This is the best studio audience I've ever had. You know, we're recording here live from our downtown Denver studios with my executive producer, main man, the guy that makes this show sound so good, Mr. Jonathan Winston. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I actually do do all that stuff, so that's actually a pretty good intro. I appreciate that. Well, it's uh, accurate. We sound great. I love it. And you know, today it's uh, it's another day in paradise, man. Nice, beautiful day out in Colorado. A little uh, change up from what we've had the last you know couple weeks, and um, really, man, it's just more time to get out there and drive around. Maybe see if I can find some deals. You know. Um, you know, make some uh, new networking contacts, talk to a few more people, see if we can find some distressed sellers. So, man, you know, it's just time to get out there and get it. I love it, man. You know, what's great about Colorado is it, it is so seasonal. You know, in, in the summertime, we have all, you know, every season actually hits you throughout the summertime. But in the fall and winter, we kind of get cold, colder, and like cold dist, right? <laughs> so getting out of the house sometimes becomes a bit of a challenge. Uh, but in this line of work, obviously you got to leave the house to find the deal. So, so glad you're keeping up with that. Hey, let's get to the show today. Um, little housekeeping first and foremost. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I, we tell people every week, join up in our foreclosure deals coach insiders group. The link will be right here in the uh, show notes. You can get involved with us and, and, and just kind of join in the interaction. So join up. It's fast. It's free. We want to interact with you, answer your questions. We've been fielding some investor questions in the group, posting all the great articles that we discuss here on the show. It's just a great place to get started with a foreclosure deals coach family. So let's get to it. Now, by the time you hear this, God willing, the election will have been decided, right? And obviously, you're going to have people who are super happy about the candidate. You're going to have people who are just generally kind of ticked off about what's going on. You know, and, and, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whichever side of the coin that you're on, I'm sorry. Here's the reality, though, of real estate investing. And this is a 
purely nonpartisan show, okay? We're not going to go pro-Biden on this show or pro-Trump. You already know the winner by the time you're here. I mean, really, God willing, because if this goes on for as long as they're saying this might go on. I'm going to pull my hair out, and I have a lot of hair, guys. (laughs) You do. It's a lot of hair. It could be a lot of hair laying on the ground. You pull it out. Um, Hopefully, we've decided this thing, okay? So one of the questions that's asked often in the group and otherwise is which presidential candidate is going to be best for real estate investors like us, people looking to start or expand their career in real estate investing through foreclosure deals, coaching, or just in general, okay? So we found this really fascinating article uh, called Presidents and Plywood, How the 2020 Election Could Affect the Housing Market, okay? Now, here's the thing. Right out of the gate, you need to know that as we sit today, regardless of when you're listening to this, we are currently in arguably the best real estate market ever, Okay, And just in the end of the day, you've got prices at all-time highs, interest rates at all-time lows. There are deals everywhere. We, we did a whole deal about you know living in a deal universe, right? It's just, it's just a bunch of stuff going on. But while the election year has been going on, a couple of things this article pointed out, and please check it out when we post it, but home prices went up 6% in the year before the election, right? So we saw a massive increase in home prices. And actually in Colorado, that's not fully accurate. We were close to like 10%. Um, home prices rose 4.5% the year of the elections. And then home prices rose 5.3% after the elections. And that, that's just previous elections that are going on, okay? okay? So what we know is that right now we're in a great market, but the election season has a general byproduct on reducing the appreciation rate of real estate. Why? Consumer confidence, right? No matter which side of this coin that you're on, if you're a big pro-Trump supporter and he doesn't get into office and you expect him to get into office, obviously there's a reason why you're a Trump supporter. That reduces consumer crump. Uh, consumer confidence, a lot of people don't buy. Those same people don't sell during that market, right? So on the flip side of that, Biden wins the election, right? What's going to happen if if either side wins on this? So we're going to go into some detail today and talk about the the benefits of being an investor in any real estate market. And what I want to do before we get started, okay, is just allow you, I want you to spread your imagination for a little bit, okay? Here we are. Uh, You're waking up... Next morning after the election, whoever your candidate in has been elected, right? Oh, wow. Yay, I like that. What are you actually going to do differently that day as a result of that election? Uh, I'm going to answer that for you. Nothing. Oh, okay. Right, nothing's going to change, guys. And I, I want to give you some peace of mind because I can tell you that if you're really freaking out about the election, as so many people are, Facebook is all amok right now with the anti-Trump talk and Biden is an idiot talk, whatever side of that coin that you have to be on, it's just going absolutely nuts on social media right now, okay? The fact of the matter is, and this is your foreclosure deals coach talking to you, no matter who gets into office this time around, it's not going to make much of a difference in the real estate market, okay? The 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 thing about it is, is you have to pick one side or the other of the equation. If you're a fix and flipper, right, and there's market uncertainty, that generally means you can buy houses less expensively, and that less expensively equals more profit, right? If the market is raging out of control, as it has been for the last couple of years under the current Trump economy, right, which is why I think a lot of Trump supporters are going, let's continue this path as long as we can, 
then when if Trump gets reelected, that train will likely continue just the way that it was. Okay, so in the end, no matter what we discuss here, I want you to get off your duff. And if you're going to start real estate investing, don't let the presidential election be a part of it because it doesn't matter whatsoever. Okay, but let's break down two different political strategies of these two different candidates based on the reading that I've done on what they're going to do differently. All right, let's start with the incumbent, President Trump. The Donald. The Donald. You're fired. Wait, wait, I like my job. (laughs) So he gets into office. What has happened over the last couple of years under the Trumponomic policy? I just did that. Trumponomic. You see what I did there? Wow, that's, don't, cool don't let him hear about that. Tell me, that's huge, tweet, dude. huge. Um, <laughs> Donnie Corum is fake news. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to, come on, man, we're giving good information out. Come on, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to help here. All right, so Trump is elected. The day after the election, what we know about Trump is that he generally serves the whims of the capitalists and the rich, wealthy elite, okay? Regardless of your opinion of that, that's kind of where he is because that's who he is, right? He comes from a great deal of money. He's a real estate developer himself. He's got a lot of banks who work with and probably for him in a lot of cases, right? So the guy's got a lot of buying power. What he has done with the banking system by pushing pressure on the Federal Reserve to keep rates at all-time lows has absolutely been unprecedented. Okay, we've never seen this much pressure on the Fed Reserve to keep rates low, and that's why we're seeing rates, interest rates on 30-year fixed mortgages in the 2 to 2.5% range. Okay, That has literally, as far as I know anyway, has never happened in the history of the country. Okay, Is that good or is it bad? Well, that kind of depends. right? On one hand of that equation, the good side of this is, is as long as buyers have the ability to spend money at an extremely low interest rate, they generally will. And I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, We sold a property in a neighborhood in the Springs, which when I was growing up in the real estate world was not known for being a top neighborhood, but it was a place to buy excellent deals Okay, because it was kind of a shady-ish neighborhood. Well, recently we sold a property in that neighborhood for over $300,000, okay? Now, as a guy who's been in real estate for years, the math that I've always used is you should generally, at normal interest rates, and nothing is normal about our market today, but if you have a normal interest rate, you should calculate in your head, this is how I taught my agents, about $600 per $100,000 you finance, okay? So on this $300,000 property, my expectation was this young couple buying their new, their first new home, right, new to them anyway, right, right. is going to be expecting a payment of around $1,800 a month. That was the calculation I did in my head. And I'm thinking, because I know that area, man, that seems like a lot to pay for a house in that neighborhood, okay? But two things need to be factored in. Number one, looking at the rental market in the same neighborhood, they would not have been able to rent a house for significantly less than that number. Because if you look at just what people would pay to live there, unfortunately, given where we're at, that's about right. Okay, that, that would be the price range they would pay. So I guess that's not so bad compared to renting. But because interest rates is are so low right now, this young couple scored themselves a deal, and this property is now being purchased on a 30-year fixed mortgage from the VA for 1250 bucks. I gotta tell you, I was blown away, like mind blown, when I saw $300,000 in margin, 
Like you basically, you're, you're capitalizing 300 grand and it's only costing you $1,200 a month to do so. So I immediately went to my whole portfolio of rentals and started going, we got to look at refinancing. It's time, it's time. It is time because man, that is dirt cheap money. Okay, so there's the upside under a Trump economy. Rates will likely stay low for the foreseeable future. Here's the downside to that. The very definition of inflation is when the value of your dollar goes down so low that you can't buy goods and services the rate you previously could. Okay, in my opinion, that house in that neighborhood, although the appraisal clearly states it's worth 300 grand, as a guy who's been selling houses in that neighborhood for years, I can tell you I believe that that market, much like pretty much every market in Colorado and most of the country right now, is overpriced to severely overpriced. Okay, that's just kind of where we're operating right now in overpriced to extreme overpriced all over the country. So if you continue to keep pressure on the rates, no one's going to notice. Young couples buying $300,000 houses where they're overpaying, but they don't know they're overpaying, right? It's no big deal. But what happens when the rates eventually start to creep up? Mm, Okay. So this young couple tries to put the house back on the market at... Again, over what they paid for it. So they just paid 300 grand, okay? Right. Let's say something happens and, you know, God forbid they got to relocate, you know, whatever the situation is, because this happens in everybody's life all across the country. Life happens, right? So they owe 300 grand on this property, which is already overpriced. They now have to sell it for 300 grand plus the commissions and closing costs attach that deal to get back out. So just to break even, if they sell any time in the next three to five years, okay, they've got to get out at 320 to 325. Can the market continue to support that level of inflation? We don't know. But we do know that because the last couple wasn't looking, the next couple won't look either, right? So if they can finance that house at two, two and a half percent, their payment goes from 1200 to 1400, they'll probably be okay. But what if rates go back to normal? What would normal be? That's a great question, right? So it depends on who you're talking to, right? Because our parents, my parents anyway, were financing houses at eight to 9%. That was their normal, Right. My normal as a guy who's been in the real estate industry for 15 years now is about five to six percent. That's generally speaking what we paid to finance property. Right. So what is normal? Well, let's say my normal comes back into existence. We're we're the fours to five percent. Now they have to sell over asking price what they paid at four to five percent. Now the payment has gone from. $1,200 $1,200 a month to this new buyer having to decide whether they can afford $1,900 a month for this house in, in this same area. Yikes. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. You know, one question I'm asked all the time is how do I get started in real estate investing? Here's the thing. In order to get into the game, you got to have access to the big data that drives the real estate market. After all, you wouldn't trade stocks without a trading platform, and you shouldn't get started in investing in real estate without DealHunter.io. DealHunter.io is an application that I use daily to find the best deals in the real estate market, to 
provide that information to my lending partner so I can fund those deals, to know how to fix those deals, to bring them in line with the market, and most importantly, how to sell those deals at a profit. So if you're looking to get started in real estate investing, head on out to dealhunter.io and sign up for a free seven-day trial of the PropStream application that'll separate you from other competitors of the real estate market. With that, this is Donnie Corum from dealhunter.io reminding you, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Yikes indeed. Okay. Quite the predicament. Right that now. is the danger that we're in right now. And the thing about that is that's inevitable. You can't, and I've been saying this for years, so a part of me wants to smack myself as I say it again. Okay. But you can't possibly keep rates at two, two and a half percent forever. I didn't think they could do it this long and they've managed to do so. So, so far I've been wrong. Okay. But as it sits, basic economic policy says that at some point you will have to stop printing money. Use the existing monetary supply, which will lead interest rates to increase, and I think they're going to increase quite a bit. Will they go back to the generational gap my parents saw at 8 to 9%? I doubt it, okay? But 4 to 5 to 6%, I think that's very feasible. I think it's just a matter of time, and these people who overpaid severely for properties, as most of the market is doing right now, are going to find themselves in a situation where they can't sell it because they owe too much on it, and the next guy doesn't want to buy it because his payment would be too high to justify paying for that property. Do you, do you see the danger that creates? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like on both sides. They're getting hit from both angles as far as like the buyer and the, and the seller. They're both, um, and you know, it's like like you said, the person didn't look at it. You know, they weren't worried about the interest because sure. they got it so cheap. But it just kind of seems like it is hit somebody out of nowhere almost. Like, oh man, I just bought this house for three hundred. Two years ago, what do you mean? I have I'm trying to sell it for three twenty five now, and I have a nineteen hundred dollar payment potentially for somebody looking to buy it. That doesn't make any sense, right? Who's going to buy that, right? So now they put it on the market. They can't get it sold, right? And they find themselves in a foreclosure, and that, that's a harsh reality. A lot of people are going to face in the next coming years. That's a a reality that's coming for a lot of these people. Okay, so I w- I want to support. The, the Trumponomics that makes this whole thing work because low interest rates have been incredible for my team and I who proudly have done uh, almost 40 flips this year, right? But the reality is, is this is a train that has to eventually hit its station. We will run out of track eventually. We just don't know when, okay? Let's switch things up a little bit and assume uh, you wake up in the morning and, and Biden is one. <laughs> oh. Joe, what's going on, man? You know, you don't look so sleepy today. <laughs> Feeling good. Run, won the presidency, so that's a good day. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Joe Biden wins, right? On a positive note, right out of the gate, again, regardless of your politics or whether you hate Biden or love Biden, I don't want to get into that with you. That's not what this show is about. But let me tell you this. The one thing I do like about Joe Biden's tax plan is he is offering, now he hasn't mentioned how he's going to pay for it, which is sort of the democratic way. They come up with these great plans. They don't say where the money's going to come from. But let's assume he can pull off his tax credit of $15,000 for home buyers. What would that mean? Well, let's go back in time a little bit. Obama did something very similar where he offered a tax credit. It was only $8,000, so it just goes to show how unchecked inflation is going right now, okay? So we went from an $8,000 free tax credit, basically free money for buying a house, to now a proposed $15,000 tax credit, 
Okay, here's what happened during the Obama era when that happened. And I got to tell you, I was a young agent, just started in the industry. It was arguably the most incredible time in my life, financially and personally. I was bawling out of control because all I had to do was go to these young home buyers and go, in addition to you not paying rent, building equity, kicking your landlord to the curb, getting the tax deduction, you're also going to get a check from the federal government for eight grand. Just sign here. No brainer. No brainer. People were buying houses in droves. It went insane. The problem with that is we don't need that right now. The market's already insane. So why is Joe promoting a $15,000 tax credit to get elected, whatever his reason is, I don't care, right? Let's say that actually goes through. As a real estate investor, here's what's going to happen. The market will eventually absorb that $15,000 tax credit by tacking it on to the back end of every property in the United States of America will go up by 15 grand if that tax credit goes into effect. Okay, so if that house I was talking about in Pikes Peak Park went for 300, it will now instantly be valued at 315. It won't happen instantly. It's a gradual thing. But you will see price increases over the time of the tax credit as the market slowly absorbs $15,000 worth of instant gratification money from the federal government just for buying a house. Okay, I want to argue with it because, as always, I like to know how these tax plans are going to be paid for. Where is this money going to come from? They never really figure that out. I doubt they will here. But if they do it, I got to be frank with you, it's going to be awesome. Okay, so it's hard for me as a foreclosure deals coach to say, go Trump, I want Trump in office, or go Biden, he's the perfect solution for the country, because the answer is both of them are great, and both of them could be horrible, because let's fast forward to what happens after said tax credit. I, I gave some negative news about Trump's policy of pressing down on interest rates. Let's talk about what this tax credit could do to the market. It's only right. Right? It's only right. Here's what happened. In the Obama administration, right, at, uh, talking three months before the $8,000 tax credit was going under, I was running Facebook ads and sending out emails and going, hey, it's almost over. You, if you're going to buy a house, now's the time to do it. But there are always people who drag their feet. Right. Especially as it relates to large financial purchases. Right? right. So despite all of my attempt to get people into action, some just didn't do it. And the very day after that tax credit expired, people were coming into the office to buy houses excited. So when do we get the $8,000? Oh, man, that was yesterday. <laughs> Literally yesterday. Well, what do you mean? There's no tax credit anymore. Right. And those people went home frustrated. They didn't buy houses. Right? And that went on for a solid three to six months where the market basically dried up and stopped for a little bit. Okay, Not that nobody bought, but when you the day before could have gotten $8,000 and your buddy's got that $8,000 tax credit, suddenly buying a house has sort of lost its luster a little bit. Right. It's not going to be as cool. And now it's going to be $15,000, which for some people is a whole bunch of money. Like for most people, yeah. if you're going to get an extra fifteen grand on your taxes this year, that's humongous, right? Sure. That gets yanked out from under you. Poof, just gone. Okay. The effect on the market was absolutely devastating in the short term. Houses sat on the market for months longer. It took ages for people to basically forget that in the end, that tax credit was just a, an incentive that was temporary. Okay. It became so normal buy a house, get eight grand. 
that they didn't get that second part of the gratification. They simply did not want to buy the house. Okay? And as good as it was during the time that the tax credit was going on, it was at least twice as bad on the back end, Okay, leading a lot of people who were trying to sell just after the tax credit area, finding themselves with houses that could not get sold. Okay, They were automatically worth less because that $8,000 tax credit was gone, right? and suddenly sitting on the market for months longer than they probably should have. My prediction is we're heading down the exact same path. So the tax credit comes in, it is awesome, we're all making money, life is good as real estate investors, we're buying property, they're selling even faster than they are right now, and for up to $15,000 more, it's gonna be awesome, and then when it ends, and the party's over, it's gonna be painful for a while. Hopefully you could uh, put your acorns away. Absolutely. So if you're going to do investing during this, if the tax credit thing goes through, if Biden wins, the tax credit thing goes through, save. Just what, just what Jonathan said. Save some acorns, man, because I'm telling you, nobody predicted how bad it was going to get. It was short, six to nine months, okay, before things kind of stabilized. But six to nine months in the real estate world is eternity. Yeah. It's a long time, okay? So we really struggled through that process. As good as it was, it got equally as bad. The point is you don't screw with capitalism, Okay? It works the way it works for a reason. You don't want artificial buyers jumping in the market. You don't want artificial rates driving prices up. In both cases, you will have to pay the piper eventually. And that's the road we're heading down with either candidate. The good news is, is in the short term, it is, there's never been a better time to secure your financial future in real estate investing than right now. Never in the history of the country has it been as good as it is right now. The bad news is this train has to eventually run out of track. It can't be this way forever. So if you're going to do it, the time to do it is right now. Right? And I know I preach that all the time on the show, but guys, I sincerely mean it. Okay, If you're one of the idle bystanders trying to figure out if real estate investing is for you, I talk to people weekly who are considering me as their foreclosure deals coach, and I'm honored to have the discussion. Obviously, a lot of people sign up. A bunch of people don't sign up for the program. People kind of putting stuff off, deciding I'm going to do this thing later. I'm telling you, if you're going to build wealth in real estate investing, the time is right now. Okay. And at very least, when the market collapses, if you got the systems in place, the funding in place, a couple assets backing you, it's going to be much easier at a market collapse to be fully prepared to take advantage of the market that's coming next. If I could have gone back and grabbed Donnie of 2006, I would have shaken him and gone, hey man, start getting your credit together, put some money away, the market's about to take a tank and you could get rich. A lot of people either knew that or were just prepared. My mentor, as a for instance, got up to 115 houses during that time, okay? And he's still set and will be for the rest of his existence. Hell, the rest of his kid's existence and every generation afterwards, okay? That's generational wealth. The time to start building this is not when the market is fully collapsed. There'll be less money available, okay? It'll be harder to purchase homes. The time to do this is absolutely right now when there's a ton of money available, Okay? There are deals out there, but they're few and far between, so more competition related to that, so you have to sharpen your skills and get better at what you do. So guys, the point of all this is not to go, hey, you should pick one side or the other, not that it matters now, by the time you're hearing this, you've already picked, right? right? But rather that you understand that in either case, there's a market cycle in front of you. If you don't take advantage of the market cycle, it truly does not matter who gets elected into office. 
Okay, it is all on you. You just have to know how each president is going to cause the real estate market to act. Okay, and both is going to have some benefit. Both are going to see some pain as a result of their choices. And that's kind of the case with everybody who's been in office forever. Okay, they don't impact your life. The guy or gal who makes a difference in your finances is you. Right, So if you're ready to take that first step into foreclosure investing, if you're ready to start looking at houses as a way to buy a deal rather than a house, I would like to be a part of that. Okay, So to get involved, once again, we want you to head out to Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders. Join the group. The link will be right here in the show notes. Let's talk about it. Set up for a breakthrough call with me where we'll go over the details of the coaching product and how I'm going to help you to find, fund, fix, and flip your foreclosure deal so you can get started in the investing space right at this moment instead of waiting till this train had passed you by. If I could change anything about my investing career, any single one thing about my investing career, it would have been getting coaching substantially earlier than I did. Because people who have lived through a couple market cycles, like myself, can advise you on avoiding the pitfalls, having the confidence to move accurately within a market that's constantly in change, but by, it's like a, a great ship sailor, right? If I've been around the world a couple of times, it's better to sail with that captain. I want to be your captain of your investing opportunity. And you don't need to worry about who's in office. We can operate in anybody, Democrat, Republican, whatever, a deal's a deal, but the time is absolutely now. How's that? Sounds good, man. I'm ready to go get oh, the deal right now. Let's go do it. All right. Hey, that's our time for today. I don't want to be, you know, belabor the point too much longer. Guys, the market's changing. You need to change with it. Get involved. Join the Facebook group. Let's talk about it. Schedule a breakthrough call if you're ready to do so. And if not, just keep an eye on things, okay? Just watch what's happening right there in your local market. I think you're going to find, no matter who gets in office, what I'm telling you is 100% true. Prices will continue to go up, maybe a little slower. Okay, houses will get harder to sell because they're overpriced and the world around us is going to change right before your eyes. You can capitalize on it. Until then, I want you to stay focused on what's going on. Join up with the group and let's have a dialogue together. We can help you to make to the next step for you. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.